This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Gary. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, yes, we do. We want to have some fun. We are already having fun. Once again, no Chuck, and something goes wrong. I swear to God he does this on purpose so that we still need him. Chuck's on the way to uh, uh, work for the Patriots today, and I know he's listening in. Chuck, things are going wrong electronically, as they do (laughs) all the time when you're not here. Uh, With us is Mike Havey. Hi, Mike Havey. What's up, guys? It's not your fault. I I still blame him. Oh, of course we're blaming him. (laughs) (laughs) I blame it on Chuck. Before every show, he just goes into the computer he does something. and he's like, oh, bing, try and figure this one out, Higgy. Yeah. The Cigar Authority today is broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, but not on the sales floor today because it is Christmas time around here. Things are happening. It's not holiday time? It's not holiday time. It's Christmas time. <laughs> Wait, it's not a holiday tree? Nope, it's a Christmas tree. Very interesting. That's it. You, you, un, unlike uh, what most people think. Unlike what they think. Uh, it is Christmas time here, and here up in Salem, New Hampshire, the roads are packed, people are uh, shopping, and uh, we had to get off the floor because uh, there's no room for us, basically. And today we are going to be speaking to quality versus quantity when you are buying Christmas presents. That's right. What, what does he want for Christmas? He wants cigars, we know, but he may buy himself uh, lots of medium-priced or low-priced cigars, but if you're buying him something special, buy him something special, buy him what he probably won't buy for himself, and we'll talk about that this week on the Cigar Authority. Also, the Fuentes have decided they are going to make less cigars next year than they did this year. Most people are trying to make themselves better and sell more. They've already planned on selling less next year. We'll Uh, tell you about that. And there is a reason for that. Yep. We'll get into that. Uh, New York prohibits smoking while waiting outdoors. Outdoors, not not while you're waiting indoors. There's no, it's not. We're not just talking about smoking bans in restaurants where there's people and you're you're in a closed space. Outdoors, and that's New York for the fear that maybe the wind might just carry a small little gust of smoke and someone might smell it. So we'll tell you about that. Uh, Boston, they have some uh, things going on also. They're banning in Boston. Again, we'll tell you about that. And uh, we're not just venting this week uh, about politics. We're venting smoke, and we'll tell you about that. We got a very interesting email with a question about venting, and we are going to address that directly with a new invention that may or may not hit the shelves. It depends on if... uh my boy John can put something together over there. There we are. So we're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you want to come by, stop and see the show. We are upstairs at Deuce's Cigar Club, which is a private members-only club. But while the show's going on, we invite you to come on up if you want. And uh, you're allowed in. Come and see what it's all about and come visit the Cigar Authority. While you're here, obviously, buy some cigars when you go into a cigar shop because that's what you're supposed to do. While we are live in Two Guys in Salem, we are also live on 
1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester. Manchester. I was going to say Manchester, and I was reading Manchester. It came out all messed up. Manchester, a.k.a. That's the Vegas. Manchester, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Uh, We are also tomorrow being broadcasted on the Cigar Station, where you can hear last week's show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And why just listen live on the radio or on the Cigar Station, when you can watch us live on our video streaming right on thecigarauthority.com, and we are podcasted for your downloading convenience on demand at the Cigar Authority, Podbean, and iTunes. Now, if, if you're on right now and you're watching on... Um, Thecigarauthority.com. Yeah. The, You'll the, notice that the our camera angle is a little different. Because right before, and minutes before we're ready to go on. <laughs> seconds. Seconds before <laughs> it's ready to go on. The camera died. The camera died, so we end up opening a laptop. And there's a backup to a backup to a backup. Which, even though we're, we are operating on the backup and the backup is fine, the vein on Dave's neck that's facing me it's so is stressful. still pulsing. No, because I, I can do everything for the show. I do the prep. I get everything ready for it. I do everything. It does not I can't me. control the, the electronics part of it. I don't understand electronics. He yeah. doesn't tell me, Mr. Jonathan, you do not have to come in three hours today before the show is ready because I have it all set. Because yesterday when we talked, yeah, I'll come in three hours early, and we'll be able to work on whatever we got to work on. I did he does overnight. it himself, and then I'm sitting around here twiddling my thumbs and fixing the electronics, because I, I do know I a little bit about it. I got home. It was 9 o'clock. There's nothing to do. So I only worked 12 hours that day, half day, another half day here at Two Guys No Truck. <laughs> so uh, I said, let me uh, get this ready for you. And I, what I was looking for is actually thank you, but I, right. don't get, I don't get no. thank you. I get... Thanks a lot. Meaning in, in a negative way. In, in the same way you enjoy working, I enjoy working. No other time, by the way, than what happened last night. I played at the Wyndham Middle School here in New Hampshire. And when you, as a DJ, when you bring the house down like I brought it down, it's like no other feeling in the world, as you know, because you were a disc jockey. Yeah. You guys will never guess the what the last song was that got people... To the point of just not even knowing what was going on, just screaming wait, for the sake wait, of screaming. I'm, wait, time out. Let's, Are you this excited about a high school dance? It was a grade school dance, and when there's 600 people, doesn't matter how old they are, jumping up and down screaming. So it was Brick House. It was, it was not Brick House. It was actually much less manly than Brick House. Any other guesses? Do you know anything about Top 40, Mike Cavey? Uh, a little bit. Um, what would you think would be the number one song for a grade school dance? Given the top 40 right Last now. Last Dance by Donna Summer. You are so stuck Something by Rihanna. It was not, although that's a very good guess because Rihanna is smoking hot right now. It, nor was it LMFAO, which is like the number one dance stuff going on right now with this whole shuffling craze. But, but these are grade school children. These are grade school children. Should they be listening to? These are high school. High school? No, this was grade school. Oh, really? Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. It was Miley Cyrus party in the USA the place went absolutely crazy and you're proud of this I'm proud of it they I had a little battle going on like back in the day when it was uh, paradise by the dashboard light the boys screaming over the girls yeah it was (laughs) it was completely crazy very patriotic yes it is 
It was a party in the USA. And that was the last song you played? That was, I played a slow song afterward, but this was the song what, that got them just... What would make you think that that would work? I would not have thought that would have been the... the I would have picked the number one song, whatever it is, uh, what's number one in the, in the ratings right now. I don't. Lil, Lil I, Wayne's number one, by the way. Yeah, uh, no, he's not. Um, you, you say Lil Wayne's number one all the time. He's That's because he's the man. He is not the man. Auto-tune does not make you a singer. But anyways. Uh, he's making some mucho bucks, I'll tell you that. That he is. That he is. He's got the swag going on. He does. He's patented the word swag. Um, the cigar, swag, cigar. He's got it going on. I um, I play this school every month. Yeah. And since that song was number one, I've played it as the last song. And it's like the kids look forward to it. It's oh, their, all right. So you turn that into it's your... It's rally song. Okay. So you turn that into their song. Yeah, then it's, it's just... Couldn't you have picked something a little more manly? I'll tell you, there were boys on their knees crying. Maybe it was to make them stop playing the song, but they were like, they were just so pumped. Boys crying. Yes. We used to get beatings for that in Everett in my day. <laughs> but now it's, uh, you it's know. It's a much softer day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're encouraging people being in touch with their feminine side. Okay, so it is cigar smoking time. Let uh, today we're going to talk uh, quality versus quantity and uh, what what you should buy people for gifts and things like that. So let's go to quality. Let's start the show off with quality right I now. I see that there's a, a uh, aluminum uh, aircraft grade aluminum box in your hand. It's beautiful. That isn't can it? only mean one thing. This is the Zeno Platinum Crown Series, and this is their gift pack. It's called the Z Crib. So this was like supposed to be its hip thing and yeah. stuff. And the whole Zeno uh, Platinum Crown series was about that. At the beginning, they came in canisters with the dog on it. And, uh, 1995 the- called. They want their word back. Yeah. <laughs> That's not hip anymore, but okay. Okay. So uh, packaging, I mean, it's beautiful packaging. And inside, the, the, the thing with... Uh, what do you call this? Tissue paper. Tissue paper type of thing. And inside is a little uh, scroll, if you want to call that, telling you all about the cigar, and you can look at that. Okay, well. so, so far, so far, and not to pick on anybody, but they're using the word crib from 1995, and they've taken this from 1695, yeah, the scroll. Yeah, the scroll. I don't know what's hip about this except the packaging. Well, this is a four-pack, very expensive cigars. You're talking in the $30 range per cigar. And this is uh, the four sizes they have. They have a stretch, they call it, the big long one, instead of calling it a Churchill or whatever, it's stretch. And they have a barrel, which is their uh, 6 by 60 ish maybe. Um, what's a torpedo called? I don't remember. they got hip names to it anyway. So which one would you like to smoke? I think I'm going to go with the Perfecto. The Perfecto. I do How about like, you, Mr. Havey? Uh, Unless you want the Perfecto. Cause are you a Perfecto guy? I'll smoke anything. All I'll right. S- I'll smoke the one in the middle. The one in the middle. See, now, this is what what's left for me here is the big, long stretch one. Which you know you're going to go with the big, long stretch. You don't like 60 I ring gauge. I don't like the 60 ring gauge, so I'm going to go with the stretch. But, uh, boy, I hate to waste it. And, you know, I'm never going to smoke this in an hour. It's going to take longer. But that's what I'm going to go with because I'm not a 60 ring gauge guy. Despite the girth of my, my body type, uh, <laughs> I am not a into, into that. Now, th- this stretch is really, really nice, though, because it's a little perfecto at the end of it. Not down to the very point. Exactly where you want a perfecto to be. Opened up at the end, because what I do to perfecto is I close down at the end, because it takes a while for it to open up, as I cut it right off the bat anyway. Maybe I'll do that. I like that. 
You learn something new every day. That's it. This is what the Cigar Authority is all about. So, nice, nice cigars, though. Thirty dollars cigar. Awesome. Now it's uh, a Connecticut, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper with a true Connecticut as the binder. Ooh. And then uh, a, a blend of, I believe, three or four, whatever it is, tobaccos inside that are Dominicans. So uh, it's a unique cigar. Oh, that cigar. is a heavenly smell. What are, you, what are you feeling? Feel the weight of the cigar. Yeah, it's packed. It's dense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're cutting now. I'm using the good stuff today because we're smoking expensive cigars. So I'm using my Zycar cutter with the wood on it that I've had for a while. Very nice. And I'm going to use my DuPont lighter. You're talking about, what do these go now, grand? Uh, for the cheap ones. $1,000 No. Now, uh, you I bought this many years ago for $300. They go up every year about 7%. So right. as the years go on, now you're looking at it. But it looks brand new. Doesn't yeah, it look it does. brand new? This is a DuPont lighter, top, top on the line lighter. It, it is my jewelry. You notice I don't wear rings and, and uh, necklaces and things like that. My jewelry is my lighter and cutter. That lighter makes a very unique sound when you open it. Yes, and it I does. believe that the term is ping. Ping. Right Oops. there. <laughs> Not good at this. We, we, heard, we, we heard it all eight times. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> People that have a DuPont lighter and they do that, they can be uh, in, in another room and the Everyone eyes turn. turns their head. Yeah, they know. They know. So it is you know you're a big deal. It's interesting where the show comes from, our show, because we do prep for the show during the week. And today's show came as a result of a blind tasting that I did today. That's right. I grabbed a particular Xenoplatinum that looked like it was another cigar because of the color and the initial density. So I handed it to him, figuring he's going to go in one direction. I wanted him to go Nicaraguan right off the bat in his mind, so that's what he's thinking. And uh, to his credit, he was able to pull country of origin and everything until the very last second he went, well, this is not a Davidoff. And he went in a whole other direction, and it was a Davidoff. Well, it is not a Davidoff. It is a Zeno Platinum made by Davidoff. It was Zeno Davidoff. So when you hear a Zeno cigar or a Davidoff cigar, but typically Zeno is a lower-priced cigar than a Davidoff, with the one exception, which is the Zeno Crown, Zeno Platinum Crown, which is this. Not a big seller at all. You're talking a $30 cigar, but what we're talking about today is quality. This is a top, top quality cigar. Well-aged. It's nobody's regular cigar. We don't have people coming in and once a month coming in and buying a box of these things. They're $30 per cigar. But this is what we're talking about. If you're looking for a gift for somebody, you're a cigar smoker yourself, you're looking for a gift for yourself, great year, you, uh, you did all the right things, and you want to buy yourself something really, really special, after smoking that blind cigar, which is smoking a cigar without a band on it, you didn't know what it was, I smoked a cigar. I said, this is like the greatest cigar. Yeah, you, you said this is a $20 cigar anyways. Great cigar. Yep. With no band on it, it's great. With a band on it, it's even greater. <laughs> it's a classy-looking band. It's all silver. It's beautiful. It's got a double band to it. Uh, the second band saying Crown Series. Uh, awesome cigar. The stretch. Actually, right on the band, my, the size is on here. Mine is the stretch. What does your cigar say uh, on the bottom part of the, the Zeno Big Band? Chubby Especial. Okay, so yours is called the Chubby Especial. Double Grande. Uh, Double. So I've, I've got a Chubby. <laughs> That's Okay, more bad information fun. than we want to know. And this <laughs> is the barrel, as I said, uh, the other one that we didn't, 6x60. Uh, six six um, loving it. 
it is uh, most Davidoffs are very, very mild. This is not a mild cigar. It has a lot of characteristics to it. I'd say it's a medium-bodied cigar. It's, it's got some uh, unique characteristics to it, as I say. It's a Connecticut. Connecticut doesn't have a lot of flavor to it. Ecuadorian has more flavor than regular Connecticut. So they use the Ecuadorian on the wrapper, and on the binder, they put True Connecticut as the binder. And on this information, what do we have here? It's um, different wrappers, uh, three different tobaccos grown in the Dominican Republic as the fillers. So it is uh, it is tasty as can be. A lot of information on here. I think they use like the four-point font, though. So this is all <laughs> this is all you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. It's burning awesome. I'm getting to that age myself where I need a little distance on my reading. Yeah, my yeah, arms aren't long. The young guy. Yeah, my arms aren't long enough anymore for this. The, the young guy who's dyslexic, it's going to be even worse. I'll uh, just read it backwards. Yeah, it's going to be funny flip, anyway. Flip it from the back. Okay, so uh, you were supposedly having a buddy of yours come here today that uh, based on uh, uh, this week's mailbag, which is a uh, email we got from... Uh, a uh, listener, go ahead, read the read the letter. Mr. Jonathan. Oh, no, it says Mr. Garofalo. Which, which I just assume it's going to be Jonathan when I see Mr. Uh, Mr. Garofalo, first off, congratulations on your success of doing what you love. That's right. I am a listener of the Cigar Authority podcast, and if you ever make it, uh, if I ever make it near your stores, I will stop in for sure. Nice little plug right there. Here we go. I wanted to ask you a question about a smoking room. I got permission from the lady to build one in the attic. I was thinking of... The mother? The mother says it's okay? Permission? (laughs) I I believe he's speaking about his wife. Uh, I was thinking of one, maybe two bathroom exhaust fans and an air purifier. There's also a tiny window I am trying to get a box fan for. When I spoke to a local cigar shop, he said exhaust fans are useless. I really just want to be able to light up during the cold winters here in Kansas City and enjoy myself in the comforts of my own home without the missus having to smell the smoke. Got any recommendations or tips? Thanks for the time and keep it up. My recommendation is get a new wife. Oh, no. No? No, you got to try to make everybody happy. You are the king of your castle, which... It's no secret. We talk about my marriage all the time on the show. I've been going through some problems, and it turns out that I was lacking in hand with my wife, is the I believe the expression. So we had a little meeting. I'm unfamiliar with this expression. Break it down for me. All right. Here's what happens. There's manly duties, and there's womanly duties. Men do manly things. We That's take sexist. Out, whatever. We take out the trash. We split the wood. We stack the wood. We mow the lawn. We grunt, we scratch ourselves, and we smoke cigars. You ballroom dance? Women. <laughs> Do you ballroom dance? Don't you start with yeah. that. <laughs> no. Yes, you do. So, who wrote that letter? I don't Say know his name. It. Give him a plug. He's a listener. Top of the page. Oh, it's Brandon McKeegan. Okay, Brandon. Thank you, thank, thank thank you for Brandon. writing in, and thank you for listening. So, long story short, I... Uh, had a conversation with my wife and explained to her that as a result of us being a little odd, our relationship had shifted over from men doing manly things to women trying to do manly things and then men resenting them because we now have to do the dishes and the laundry, which we're we're not good at. So we've done a little shift as an experiment and it's working out wonderfully. Just to give you guys a little insight on my house. So you've decided to be a man. 
Yes, and, and, for and, once. And, and women like that because that's what they want to marry is a man instead of a it ball. It turns out man. they actually do like the bad guys. Yes. Not Why bad guys. Going back? There's not a bad guy. It's no, you got to be a little rough with them. you got to talk you know, kind of down to them a little bit and you know, verbally smack them around. No. Don't leave marks. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the USA. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well played, Aaron. So, this is what ended up happening. I talked to my friend John. Uh, he owns Disturbed Customs. He has a custom installation that he did for his home. What he did was. Uh, he smokes in his basement, so the smoke ends up going upstairs. Now, he was supposed to be here with us to explain this. He's got a basketball game with his son. He wants to be dad of the year rather than businessman of the year. I don't know what that's about, but, you know, I try not to tease him too much. Because this is like free advertising. He could talk about his, his he business. Could. And I told him he's a very... Flourish, but he gets to see the game. He so. is a very good friend of mine, and he has taken care of me so many times that I... I even though he doesn't want... you giving him a pass. I'm going to give him a pass on this one. Do so I have to give him a pass? No, you don't. Because I don't even know him. Because yeah, opportunity knocks. Answer does. the door. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So what he did was he suspended uh, two by sixes above his work area, and he made a box, a smoke box. Put plastic in the top so the smoke can't penetrate, and he pretty much smokes under there. Then he built this baffle system, where there's a just a bunch of drop-in cheap filters you can buy at Home Depot, where the one exhaust fan is blowing in to the to the ventilator, and the smoke has to go through these baffles to get through the different filters. A and then there's an exhaust here. fan on the outside that blows it out, nice clean air. This is because he is in the basement where the heat obviously rises. So every time he hooked up his exhaust fan, it would pull every ounce of smoke out of the room, but it also pulled out his heat and he'd be freezing. So he had to come up with a way of being warm and still filtering the smoke. My advice would be... But he's filtering the smoke. He is not exhausting. He did exhaust for a while. He had the bathroom fan set up. He cut a hole in his garage door, had the exhaust fan, and he said it worked awesome, but he'd be freezing. So my advice where you're in the attic and the heat does rise, you need two things. You need a way for the air to come into the room, preferably from downstairs. You want warm air coming up. And then a small exhaust fan on the high point of your attic will pull the smoke in that direction, and smoke obviously isn't going to go downstairs, it'll pull it out. That's a lot of work and really expensive. To put an exa- bathroom exhaust in? Why don't you just buy a little odor candle and maybe uh, some doesn't work. odor yeah, Get out of here with your candles. Well, what I wanted to add to this is the only way that works, exhaust ends up working, is you need air coming in so that the pressure becomes... I can't I, be the only one who's realizing that I just said that. Well, I'm explaining that it's not working on the candle... The candle thing, there's right. no place for it to end up going. So, what, what do we call that? Pressure, um, positive pressure. Yes. And you need to create a negative pressure and be able to have air coming in as well. Well, your negative pressure is the fan blowing out, out of the thing. The window's open. Even if it's a crack or whatever, it doesn't matter. Even if there is no exhaust fan at all. It, if you have positive pressure coming in and the window's open a crack, it's blowing out. Yep. So the question is, when you open your window in your house, if you blew a puff of smoke, does the smoke go out or not? If you blew it softly at the open window, does it go out 
or does it blow back into your face? Right. There's the answer if it's negative or positive, it's going in there. You need to create positive pressure within the room, and then you're not going to have smoke issues. Do you right. remember Nicaragua at Nick Perdomo's factory in, with the with spray paint? Spray in the paint, yeah. Which, boy, it's unbelievable what these people can do in these third world countries where they create um, a source of heat that was, was happening with some sort of motor, and they used that to dry the boxes. Instead of just blowing this heat out there, they, they force it into another part of the factory. It's unbelievable. No cost. Cost to set it up, and then no cost yeah. at all. My neighbor has one of those house exhaust fans Whole in, house. His, yeah. in his attic, so it blows from the second floor up into his attic. So when he smokes upstairs, he turns the fan on, which takes the warm house air, blows it into the attic, and then he just uses the soffit vents, opens them up, and then the smoke goes right out. Blows out, right. So uh, the question was that um, people don't believe that exhaust works, and that absolutely it's the best. It is. You know, the filtering type of thing, you got to change the filters, it gets costly, and, um, you know, what he's saying is that he would possibly do both, which is fantastic. That's yep. what you do. So. Um, also, in the summertime, you think you're losing all the heat out in the wintertime, especially here in the northeast. But in the summertime, all the air conditioner goes out also, but you're creating a cool breeze that's, that's flowing through anyway. So it's a win. That's the way to go. There's nothing for me to sell you. It's all, it's all exhaust. Yep. Um, yes, we sell the candles, and we sell, smoke, sell the odor spray, and the odor eliminator, um, which is actually a good product um, that actually... Uh, I have it in my car. Yeah, the smoke goes into it. It's a little powerful, and you take the cap off, so I use my X-Acto knife, and I cut holes in the, yeah. the top, and I just drop it right in the little um, pocket in the side of my door, and it works terrific. But what, what it does is... After you're done smoking and you leave the room, you go leave the car or room or whatever you're using, what happens is you go back into it and it's gone. But while you're smoking, it's not doing no, what, it what exhaust does, which is exhaust it out, and that's it. That's the best way to go. You want to make sure you got to do a few experiments, Brandon. You want to make sure that your exhaust fan, when you do mount it, that it's not blowing into prevailing winds. I know in my home, the wind tends to blow from the back of my property forward. So I wouldn't want to put an exhaust fan in the back of my home and blow the wind into the wind because now I'm not I'm not utilizing my surroundings. So kind of pay attention to that for a couple of days. See where your wind tends to blow and then set yourself up on the opposite side. Where does your side. wind blow, Mr. Jonathan? <laughs> the Blows. prevailing wind. Well. <laughs> Every, everyone has a prevailing wind. <laughs> it's important. Well, we're smoking the Zeno Crown here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're upstairs in Deuce's Cigar Club if you want to come by. It's o it's open uh, during the show to anybody that wants to come up and see. But it is a private club, so you want to come by and uh, see what this is all about, please do. In the meantime, uh, I would say business is good for Christmas time. Uh, the street looks packed. It's really happening. Uh, Christmas is not that far away. so uh, I think this is going to be the big the big weekend. I know everyone talks about Black Friday because that's the first day that puts you in the black, but I think this weekend's going to sneak up on everyone because the weather looks good. We got 14 days left. That's it. We got 14 days left, and what you should get him is cigars for Christmas, and when we come back, we're going to tell you about brands like this, like the Zeno Crown Platinum uh, and different things like that. If you're going to buy somebody a single cigar, 
get him something spectacular. Don't get him what he usually gets. Get him something spectacular that he maybe wouldn't buy on his own. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll go into single cigars as gifts. Also, Gary Shetfield is having a cigar coming out by Rocky Patel. We'll take a look at that and other famous guys who have tried to do this. And some have made it, some have not. We'll tell you about that and more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 
2283 has it. Certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603 603- Four seven five one three nine one. That's six zero three four seven five one three nine one. Okay, we're back live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're upstairs at Deuce's Private Cigar Smoking Lounge up here uh, because the store's too crowded for us to be down there. If you want to come by, uh, take exit 1 off Route 93. Take a right onto Route 28. We're about one mile down on the right. It is cigar smoking time. It's time to buy people cigars because this year the number one item is not Pokemon or um, the... uh, my back tickle in the 80s. me Elmo. Tickle me Elmo. No, the electronics and stuff. It's cigars. It is cigars. Because we said that last week, right? We did. The number one item is cigars. Now, you may be looking to spend $20, $30 uh, on somebody for a uh, cigar gift. And you know what? You can probably buy a bundle of some cheap cigar or you can buy a handful of mediocre cigars or things like that or a couple or of what he likes. Just right to the point and get the good top quality $30 cigar and bam it's the winning present of the year get him the best one you, you know you can live like a millionaire and smoke this is probably the most expensive cigar we have and it's like when you walk through you, can, you walk through an electronic shop and you see the big 80 inch TV and you're like oh man I wish I could have that but you do that every day in the cigar shop you're smoking your $4 cigar on average because that's where you've you know you've sacrificed your we'll say smoking for the amount that you can pay, given the number of cigars you want to buy, and then you stare at the $30 cigar all the time, wondering what it's like, and now you, you get an opportunity to give that to somebody. That's a great gift. Yeah, I think You're not so. going to buy them an 80-inch TV. No, but you can buy them the best of what's and out there. And it's only 30 bucks. Right. Get them two. Get two and get one for you and that person, and you smoke the cigar with them. Because it's better smoking cigars with it somebody else. Is. It always is. So this is Zeno Platinum Crown. I'm loving it. Uh, this is two this week. I feel like I'm really uh, 
living like a millionaire. It's time for Mike Havies Flavor of the Week. That sounds really good, actually. <laughs> Come on, uh, professional. Amaretto. Pulling a little it's, amaretto. It's not a flavored cigar at all, but slight hints of like Di Serona. Interesting. I think that must be the it must be the size. I'm not getting that from mine. It has a little spice to it on the tip of your tongue, but it's very smooth. All right. Yeah, you know what? Thinking amaretto, I can see where you're getting that. Very good. He's got a gift. He's a pro. That's, that's why I get paid the big bucks. The big the bucks. Big buck. <laughs> the big buck. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's look at some other products that would be the right cigar. It doesn't just have to be the Zeno Platinum Crown because there's a whole bunch of things that actually fit in that type of thing where it's a very, very special cigar. Um, Davidoff being one of them that, that uh, is the top end of uh Zeno is Davidoff, and actually, this is the, even a, a topper end, this particular uh, one, but Davidoff Annie number one, the anniversary number one. Is that the one in the wooden tube? The wooden tube. Yeah. That has got to be eight inches long at least. Eight and a half, I believe. Yeah. And uh, maybe about a 50 ring gauge, and it comes in a wooden tube that's actually bored out. Uh, beautiful presentation. Uh, it's 30 bucks, right? It's Yep. Anyway, it's in the $30 range, awesome two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour smoke. Uh, Presentation-wise, beautiful. If you guys could have one cigar for Christmas, what would it be? Actually, the, the Annie number one would be the one. If someone said, put a cigar on the Christmas list, that would be the one I'd, I'd put on. I'd say the Double Eagle. That is delicious. That's the limited edition yes. by Hammer Careful with the shaking. We don't want that recorder to go crazy. <laughs> I'm getting excited. <laughs> uh Double Eagle is, is in a glass board out glass. I don't know how they do that. How do they drill a hole into a block of glass yeah. that they do? And then the cigar is in there. When you look at that, it looks like it's a little skinny cigar, but it's not. It's got, I think, a 52 ring gauge inside. Um, very, very nice. Um, not for everybody because it's kind of full bodied. But the strong. packaging alone, just to be able to have that packaging. What does that run about? Uh, that's a good question. I believe $25. Yeah. Very, very nice. Beautiful packaging, uh, but more for the guy that really is into cigars, uh, not a once-in-a-while smoker because it's a full-bodied cigar. But if it's a, a guy you know smokes cigars all the time and stuff, uh, Double Eagle, beautiful, beautiful. Actually, anything from the Hammer and Sickle people, as far as packaging goes, um, their regular cigars are in the, say, $7 price range, so a little over 100 bucks gets you... One in a glass box gets you the ones in the metal box. The packaging is unbelievable. It's about packaging it. You know, you're giving somebody a single cigar anyway. I mean, it's that's like you're big... unwrapping it twice. You unwrap yeah. the, the wrapping paper, and then inside there's something to unwrap. And am I the only person who feels the very first time you open a box, the first no. time you smell it, there really is nothing no. better than that? It's been it's sitting in there for years, and you open it up, and it's the smell's going to go away, so... Suck it up fast as you can. Smell that bo- open fresh bo- Better than a box of new crayons when you're a kid. <laughs> Better. <laughs> it, it, Better just say, just thinking about crayons makes me salivate. Yeah. I was a crayon eater. Really? Yeah. That explains a lot. That, yeah, in, that in paste. Yeah, the paste. The, 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 the paste. by the spoonful. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's a lot of things in there, and you you, you won't eat red meat, but uh, <laughs> paste and crayons, fine. Ball in. Yeah, ball in. <laughs> uh, the Jose Dominguez Rhapsody Collection. Oh, the Shape Series. There's, uh, I believe, four sizes that they have of that. Uh, you're looking at a $10 cigar, but each one in a little slide box, clear uh, glass on the top, uh, etched, and you slide it open, and inside is... Uh, a work of art as far as I'm concerned. They're not just regular cigars, but the work entailed in each one of these cigars using dual wrapper colors and things like that, making it beautiful. Hey, look who's here. Oh, my goodness gracious. You leave the door open and look what walks in. That's it. They're hearing that they can come into the into the sanctuary right now uh, without joining the club. They can do that. <laughs> um it's Fred Smith, everyone. Here we go. Fred you, Smith. Yeah, you don't want to. You, you don't want to keep everybody hanging and wondering. And it, it might. It might be. Uh, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. Oh yeah, Lil Wayne. I, could I, be Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be, <laughs> there'd be a little, slightly different reaction from you. There'd be you being on your knees, crying, kissing the ring, <laughs> kissing the gold teeth. Oh. <laughs> the grill. Um, you, you, you mentioned Davidoff now, uh, the Davidoff Annie Number no. 1, which is spectacular in that wooden box, but you, have you ever seen or smoked the Davidoff C? I have not. That is the Calibra, the three intertwined oh, together. Oh, that's the friend one. That is the friend one. The, the uh, You've seen Calibra before. These come uh, in their own little little boxes coffin. with a slide top. We don't like to use coffin because there's a negative connotation to a, to a coffin. But anyway, We're trying to sell things here. Right. Okay. <laughs> the Davidoff C, um, a good, you know, if you, you and a couple buddies got together, you buy one Davidoff C, 50 bucks. 52 bucks. 52 dollars for one cigar, but it's really three cigars. You look at that thing, they're intertwined. What do you do? You smoke all three. Three people smoke the cigar. So you're all sharing one cigar. So you and a couple buddies get together and you share a cigar. Just don't basically. lick the end of it and then share oh. each other's spit no, no, no. with your cutter. Nope. You take separate and you give them the cigar and each one has to be cut. The only thing is it's not a straight cigar. It's actually crooked, Little curved a wiggly. lot. Yeah, a lot wiggly. Um, they're kind of thin. They're kind of underfilled in order to end up doing that. Uh, so as far as taste-wise, I don't like it uh, as the best Davidoff by any means. But I like the whole concept of it. A couple of buddies get together and Absolutely. do that. Uh, Wedding-wise, it works beautiful because you could have the um, the groom, the best man, and the father of the bride all share a cigar. Right. It, very nice. You're actually very big into sharing cigars. I've never walked into your office and seen you smoking a rare cigar by yourself. No. When you go into the humidor, it's, all right, guys, I'm going to go in and get something that's really phenomenal. This came out X year, and this is the story behind it. Try it. Tell me what you think. It's got 10 years of age on it. And I'm going to smoke it with you. Absolutely. Because that's the best thing. That is the best thing. Uh, can you imagine somebody drinking a fine wine, like the you know $500 bottle of wine or something like that, and just sitting by themselves and, you know, no, you're losing half the thing is the friendship, the camaraderie of it, and what do you think of it, blah, 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 that's it. And, or do you go to a high, high-end restaurant and have the, the uh, Kobe beef or something all by yourself? No, no these are things you, you share with people, and that's the, the beautiful thing about cigars.
So the Davidoff uh, C Calibra uh, is a unique cigar when it comes to that. Again, not the greatest tasting cigar. It burns kind of hot and everything, but pretty neat. You know, so something to think about with that. Uh, moving along, Padron. Padron Anniversary Series, fantastic. Another top, top rated, most consistently highest rated cigar, deservingly so. But they have really spectacular over-the-top lines. There's the 1926 version. It gets up there. And within that version is the 40th anniversary, the 80th anniversary, and this year the 85th um, not anniversary. The 80th and 80th fifth um, stands for Birthdays. the birth date of Jose Orlando Padron, the father, uh, who's celebrating this year his, fifth, his 85th birthday. So they came out with one in his 80th and one in the 85th. The 40th was for the 40th year, 1962, um, when they came out with, in 2002, they came out with, with that uh, those three, I would say, are the top, top of the line of Padron. Um, and and it, it depends what your taste range is of well, which heard, one of those are the best. I've heard things about the 85th that some people were, um, I don't want to say disappointed. They didn't like it as much as the 80th. It's different. It's different in the, in the strength category. Would you say maybe buying it and putting it aside for three or four years is going to... I'm sure. That's going to be one of those cigars that ages phenomenally well. The 85th, you can take it out of the box and smoke it, and it's one of the best things on the shelf. But it's strong. It's the strongest Padron. You just have to be ready for it. Don't smoke it on an, on an empty stomach. Well, the, a regular guy that's not into full, full-bodied cigars, I would say, you know, a couple of years from now, it'll be fine for them. The 80 and, and 40 is ready the way it is now. Uh one of the best cigars in the world. Both of them. Uh, when the 40th, in order to get a 40th, it comes in that unbelievable wooden box that was only produced one time, and there are no boxes of 40s. The only way to get more 40s is the trays that are inside of the 40. You send back to Padron, and they refill it. So when you sold a box of these way back five, six years ago when they came out, only those people that have those trays. Can they bring it back to their cigar store, and the cigar store sends it back, and they send them back filled. We knew that this was going to happen, so we sold some boxes, but we saved the box at each store. And we're able to send them back like the consumer does, and we get filled up again. So we get them each time. Uh, the problem is we have one box, and when one box empties, we send the trays back, and we wait. And the box is not for sale? No, never. The empty box, no, it's, it's, it's a work of art anyway, a beautiful, beautiful box. Uh, hand-painted inside, uh, hand-carved outside. Oh, my God. Uh, what does a 40 go for? 25. 25, and an 80? Uh, 32. Okay. Uh, the 80 is the perfecto, pointed at both ends. Would it be fair to say that if you were buying a specialty gift for someone who doesn't smoke a lot, you'd go Davidoff? And if you're buying yes. it for someone who is a more seasoned smoker, more full body, you'd go, you'd yeah. go Padron. Davidoff is the milder Dominican. I would say the top, top of the line Dominic mild brand is Davidoff the top. And the top full body brand is Padron Anniversary or 1926 versions of it. Uh, I, that, that would be my feeling. I feel uh, the same yeah. way. It's the... Rolls Royce of cigars. Yeah. Um, there is Opus X, 
which only comes out a couple of times a year. We still have not received our Opus X for the holidays. Uh, time is running out, guys. Uh, the Fuente <laughs> people, please send them. Come on, Cynthia. 14 days left. Everyone calls for them. Yeah. And this is the time of year where they're really looking for it as that special thing. Um, that is not only a special, really nice, full-body cigar, but it's a very, very limited, only once, twice, three times a year. That's it. So uh, well, waiting for those. If you see them in your store and you have never had an Opus X, grab one, put it aside. Uh, you know, Don't say, well, I'm going to get it next time I'm going to come in because it's not going to be there. Whatever store you're going to, it's, they're not going to last. Now's the time to get them. And then uh, if, if you have a, a special occasion coming up in, in March, you got to get it now because you're not going to get one in March. It's not coming. It comes right before Father's Day, right before Christmas, and then one other time during the year sometimes. And we're going to get to that story because we heard that the production of Fuente, they have decided to lower their production. So everything is going to get even more rare. Uh, including Opus X, and including the next one here as a special cigar, which is the Arturo Fuente Añejo. Which Tony Blake is smoking right now. Okay, Tony Blake, uh, he he's a seasoned smoker. That he is. And uh, he has that, his own walk-in humidor. All right, it's 12, <laughs> it's, it's 12 noon here in New England, which means it's 9 a.m. there. 9 a.m., a guy in California is smoking a, a Toro Fuente Añejo, which is probably one of the strongest cigars that are out there. I'll bet you that Tony Blake has a set of brass something, and he could sell real estate. That's all I'm going to say. And that's the way reason that is able a strong cigar to smoke that at 9 o'clock in the morning. Again, only comes out a few times a year, only for the seasoned smoker, but a special cigar priced Ten dollars ish, right? What's it, what's in an Aho? Ten, fifteen? Yeah, twelve to fifteen. Yeah, uh, very, very nice. Uh, For those of you who are listening right now that maybe just came in, Mike Cavey is one of the top salesmen at Two Guys Smoke Shop and is filling in as our. That's what he says. He does, he does say that. Yeah. Uh, he's as filling he's in as our producer today, pat, which patting himself is on the, the reason why David keeps throwing to him uh, well, he, about the price yeah, because he, he knows he's on the floor. Yeah, I, I should know, but everything gets confusing. Numbers. I met with the accountant yesterday, all day. I feel like I went for a colonoscopy. <laughs> It's brutal. And Andy's and numbers Nelson. I mean, we he, nice guy, great guy. Been my accountant now probably 15 years. Holy God. Yeah, it's the one day a year you hate him. Listen, the he, Occupy Boston folks are, are out. They, they shut them off. They're there. Good. I'm paying my fair share. I'm paying way more than my fair share. You're paying your fair share, and you're paying their fair share. Ridiculous. Daily? Weekly? Come on. I, I, I pay quarterly. my taxes every week. I pay my taxes quarterly. And then I pay at the end of the year. Yearly and dearly. Really bad. And, and I thank you for that. And half of it is, you know what, congratulations. Stop complaining, Dave. That means you're doing really good. I hear you. It's brutal. It, it is so unfair uh, to pay that kind of percentage. Because I worked hard my whole life and, and, and built something, and I want to be not fined for it. I want to be – you should pay less when you end up building something. So we strive to get to the next level to pay less. You go to the next level, and you're fined worse. You go to the next level, it's even worse. You see the negative thing to, to, to trying to make yourself better when you could go and occupy Boston and sit there in your tent and not go to work. And right now they're saying 50% of the people 
are getting food stamps now. 50%. Now, I'm, I'm supposed to have a, a feeling for that person. Listen, go out and get a job. There are jobs out there. Um, maybe not the perfect job for you. Is it the perfect job when you shovel snow all the time? Well, I in like between. it, but no, it's not. I mean, it, you get the call at 4 o'clock in the morning. The other day when we had the threat of snow, the plow guy called and said, if I call you, it'll be at 4. I was up a quarter of 4, Wait. sitting by the phone, waiting for it to call, and he never called. What you should have did is look out the window and saw there was no snow and go back to sleep because there was no snow. you got to wait for his call to tell you it's not snowing, you're not going to shovel? Just in case. What if it was icy and I had to go out and salt? Okay, look out the window. <laughs> that would be my thing. Just look out the window. But hey, that's me. But but you do what you do anyway. But no, uh, it is not the ideal job, and I'm I'm proud of the fact that I pay my mortgage every single year. I've never been late once. Every month, it's there. The money is ready, and it's because when times are tough, DJ wise, I do go out and take jobs. Do what that you are gotta do to get by, so I can make make the payments. Speaking of not being late, uh, you were late this morning coming here. But I was I was here at um, 9:20. That's late. And I showed up at 9.30 and he told me that I was late because we have to get the show together. We need it. And I said, I did it last night. Yeah. It's all done. Thank you for shooting me the text because I slept for four hours to make sure I was here on time. Anyway, and on time is at least a few hours early. Right. Exactly. That's the way it is. Clearly. It's on time. Uh, moving along, we're talking about great cigars to get him or get your buddy or get yourself a special cigar for the holidays. And to splurge, to go crazy. We're smoking a $30 Zeno Platinum Crown. Things get a little heated sometimes at holiday events with the family. You need a way, a reason to get out and get away. Get yourself a couple of good cigars, grab a cousin, grab your dad, grab your uncle, someone who can appreciate it, and bring them outside and light up because we're having a mild winter up here in New England. All right, let's get through some more of these. We have Perdomo Edition de Silvio. That's the one in the beautiful box with the with the wood with the um, what do you call that carved wood that's inside the thing, uh, cedar chips inside there, beautiful top top of the line Perdomo product in the twenty dollar range, great single cigar. And you know it's filled with tobacco. Oh, packed. And it stays but perfect draw. Firm through the whole smoke. We talked about Hammer and Sickle. They came out with a brand last year called Second Growth. Another beautiful cigar, Camacho Liberty, the Diamond Crown, uh, including the Julius Caesar, one of my favorites. Winston Churchill, another high-end cigar by Davidoff. Beautiful cigars, cigars in tubes. You got lots of choices out there, and then you got cigars that you should actually not be buying for Christmas. And we'll tell you about that when we come back. Cigars you shouldn't buy somebody for Christmas. We're going to take a short break, and uh, when we come back, um, we are going to talk about that along with um, the Fuente. We're going to talk about yes, Fuente. The Fuente they plan on not growing their company this year, actually lowering productions, and we got lots more. So stick around, folks. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at Deuces Cigar Club upstairs. Come on by and say hi. It's time to buy Christmas presents. We'll talk about that and lots more. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. 
Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about It's Not Your Grandfather's Cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about Good to the Last Draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed? Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they have been named the best buy in the cigar business. And there's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke True. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band. No fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. 
They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. I gotta see some serious. Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, we are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, the Cigar Authority, broadcasting live at a cigar shop every single week, live on location, because we smoke cigars during the show. Not make-believe, we really smoke cigars, and this week we're not just smoking cigars, we're smoking unbelievable cigars. We are smoking unbelievable cigars. This is Zeno Platinum Crown, $30 cigar, something you don't buy yourself, I'm sure. But you know something? Every once in a while you want to splurge or you want to do the right thing at Christmas and you want to get your buddy uh, something really special he's not going to buy himself. You buy him something spectacular. You don't buy him four or five of the regular cigars he smokes. You buy him one spectacular, extraordinary cigar, something beautiful in packaging, something beautiful in taste, something he's not going to buy himself and he's going to appreciate. And you buy yourself one because really the gift isn't, not only is the gift in the giving of the beautiful cigar, you give him a $30 smoke, but the gift is in the friendship where you share the experience Absolutely. together. Absolutely. So, actually, if, if uh, you're know, somebody uh, that, that happens to pop on this radio station and you happen to be just listening and saying, I need to buy that person a cigar, you know what? If you're not the cigar smoker yourself and you're buying somebody a gift, buy them two of it so they can share it with somebody else because the, the experience is much, much better. What's happening over here? What are you doing? Oh, these are your cigars. My mistake. I thought they were community smokes. Yeah. Yeah. They... Party in the USA. It is a party in the USA. Go ahead. Oh, would you like me to read the station? Go ahead. All right. <laughs> we are being picked up live from WWZN, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320 in Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Vegas, New Hampshire, and we are also being broadcasted on our pre-recorded show from last week on the Cigar Station twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And instead of just listening, each and every time we are live, you can always catch our live video stream on thecigarauthority.com. Go to thecigarauthority.com, push the button that says push, push to watch live, and we're right there. And we are podcasted for your downloading convenience on demand 
on the CigarAuthority.com, Podbean, and iTunes. We have no idea how many people listen to us live on the radio show, but lots of uh, podcasts. Lots, lots of them. thousands of podcasts. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for our listeners, and uh, uh, hopefully we should be uh, we, we, should, we should be hovering around fifteen thousand hits at this point on our podcast. Podcast, beautiful, and uh, lots more exciting stuff coming next year, and we'll talk about that next week about what we plan for next year. But right now, today's show, we're talking about the finest cigars to get for the holiday—a single cigar, not you don't. Coming in, you don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on boxes of cigars. You want to get somebody a little something nice. Get them a top-quality cigar, one or two top-quality, something not, you know what he usually smokes, blah, 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 or something. It's good to know that, so we know their flavor profile, but let's get them, let's step them up into something really, really premium, because it's Christmas. I'll tell you this, there's been a handful of times when I've been in the store after the holidays, and the husband will come in and say, boy, you know, I hate to pat my KV on the back, but it happens to him a lot. Boy, you steered my wife in the right direction when you sent her in the direction of the Davidoff or the Zeno Platinum or the Padron. It's not something that I would smoke all the time because it's expensive, but, man, am I enjoying the yeah, smoke. That, that's something to say about the people that work in the cigar stores. For the most part, they're experts. They should be experts. In all the cigar stores across the country, listen to the guy behind the register. The guy, the guy knows, right? It's, he, not, it's not the kind of job that you'd go into and say, you know, geez, I've always... I've, grown up always wanting to be a guy who works in a cigar shop. These are cigar smokers, and they work there because they get the discount, uh, because they really enjoy cigar life. They like being able to smoke on the job. These are people who are passionate about what they do. It's rare to find these days. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid. Come up and ask us questions. That's what we're here for. A lot of people are a little shy. They're like, oh, this is pretty. I'll get this. I'll get that. Yeah. They may, you may ask the, the customer a few questions. That, you know, he says, I don't know what he smokes at all. I have no idea. And you, you may ask questions like, how does he take his coffee? How does he take his coffee? You know what? He, he, he drinks Starbucks black. Okay. The guy likes strong coffee. There's a good chance he wants a full-flavored cigar. His palate needs to have that extra punch in it, and so we're going to go Padron. Or it's going to be I take my coffee light, extra, extra, extra sugar, extra, extra type. Of, okay, it's a lighter person. What kind of beer does he drink? Oh, a heavy, dark beer. Yeah, he likes a Guinness. Okay, so it's a good shot that we go in that direction. What is the body style of, of the consumer? Is he a short, fat guy? So, Oh, sorry. I didn't. Oh, I'm outnumbered right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a cigar store, and there's a lot of shot fat guys around. Wow, so, go sorry, guys. <laughs> so the, the most popular cigar is a Robusto-sized cigar, short and fat. And um, that's because there's a lot of shot fat guys around. <laughs> but say the guy's a long, slender guy. Got a good shot that he likes a longer, slender cigar. It, it, it's not 100% certain, but we can we can make lots of educated guesses. What's, what's an educated guess? A pr- pr- hypothesis. Hypothesis. Huh? It's, it's like... That's a dollar word right there. Hypothesis. It's like I'm on the radio with Archie Bunker because he mixes letters up and he <laughs> says the words. <laughs> he says the All right, words meathead. Goofy. Let's yeah. move on. Um, we talked about great cigars to get them, but how about cigars not to get them? Why would there be cigars not to get them? Because it's... Kind of like little ignorance or something. We're doing you a disservice if we don't straighten you out a little bit. So say you go into the cigar store and you says, I've heard of Cohiba, 
So I'm going to get him a Cohiba. Well, most likely you heard of Cohiba as the Cuban brand Cohiba. Same goes for Monte Cristo. Uh, same goes for Romeo and Juliet. Uh, not necessarily is he looking for the Cohiba, Monte Cristo, or Romeo and Juliet of what's in the store, the Dominican version of it, because we can't have it in the United States uh, since 1962, since the embargo. So uh, when you when they buy that, it's you know the uh, employee may say. Why are you picking that cigar? Well, I hear Cohiba's like a very, very popular cigar. He's probably meaning the other Cohiba, which we don't have. Let me show you something else. He's a guy that likes Cuban cigars. He wants something full-bodied. Let me show you the Padron. Let me show you, you know. And even so. if you could get your hands on a Cuban Cohiba box, yeah, you'd be disappointed either to find out that they are fake or if it was a real box, you paid too much and... Half of them are going to be plugged. Yeah, and you're not being very patriotic because it, it is... Uh, you are not having a party in the USA. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's quick on the button. I'm beginning to think that Aaron likes this song. <laughs> he's paying attention, that tells me. He's listening. The best part of all of this is, I don't know what the people on the radio, you can't see it, but every time it comes on, Dave starts grooving. He does. Just I, I do good forth. dancing in my seat. I'm not a dancer. You're the dancer. But I dance in the seat. Ballroom dancing. Yeah. I actually, I have a demo later on today in front of 500 people. I'll be DJing a ballroom event, and they want me to teach a lesson and put on a demo. Are we going to... Uh, It'll, it'll be a YouTube video. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see the manly way you're going to pull that off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when he comes in tomorrow, he's going to be like, I ballroom dance so well. Everyone was coming at me. It was awesome. That's how all of my events are. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I've got a magnetic personality. <laughs> so I really, I hate to put this one down, but. Oh yeah, we need we need to have time to be able to get through the next one. All right, so let's smoke the next one, which is Diamond Crown. Um, you know what? And I love Diamond Crown. I'm gonna save my Diamond Crown because I am not gonna put this down. I did the stretch, which is the longer one, and I'm almost out of mine. I yep. have to switch. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually keep going with this. So you're gonna have to describe it and uh, you know, tell us what you think about it. I don't it. have a problem with that. I know I like it anyway. It's very very good cigar. It is a thicker ring gauge. 54, 55, 56? 54, maybe? They're the first people to actually come out with a thick ring gauge cigar. All Diamond Crowns are the same ring gauge, whatever it is, but it's it's like a 54 or something like that. There was a shaped uh, a shaped one downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a shaped one that actually doesn't sell well at all, but well, it's a little overpriced. Now, these are all overpriced cigars, folks. You know, you're looking at um, the shape one was a $20 range or something yep. like that. But and not to say that it becomes your regular cigar that you smoke all the time. This is specialty cigars for a special occasion, and Christmas is a special occasion. So, uh, very clean. Oh, yeah. Pre-light draw on this Diamond Crown. I'm loving this Zeno. Mm. Zeno, stretch. The Zeno Crown Series. I'll tell you, for, for all the play that... I'm going to get two hours out of this. For all the play Nicaragua gets for having great tobacco, and it does have great tobacco, I feel like the Dominican Republic tobacco gets overlooked sometimes. Well, it used to be the, the hottest thing uh, was always Dominican. It was the best. It, it uh, not rivaled, but surpassed uh, the quality uh, by far of Cuban. And uh, it's been the hottest things for years. And they say this year will be the first year 
that Nicaraguan tobacco, the sales of Nicaraguan tobacco will outsell Dominican will be the first time. I, I think the reasoning for that is Cigarfish now, all the advertisements, these guys are smoking heavy cigars. Right. And for the most part, a lot of Nicaraguan stuff's a lot heavier. Sure. I mean, you got the exceptions, the Opus X, the La Flor Dominicanas, but Nicaragua really has all the strong stuff. Yeah. And it's it's good. It's all good. All tobacco is good now. I mean, no no nobody's rushing, and uh, we'll get into uh, uh, people are slowing things down. Uh, Fuente is the perfect example of it. But uh, you like it? You like Diamond Crown? Beautiful, beautiful cigar. Um, all right, Gary Shetfield, uh, baseball player, right? Help me out here. He is a baseball player. I'm the wrong guy to talk to about baseball. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're all non-sports fans here on sports radio, folks. Uh, Rocky Patel Premium Cigars is working with former Major League Baseball player Gary Shetfield on a cigar brand. Shetfield, who played from 1988 to 2009, spent time with the New York Yankees, Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego Padres, Los Angeles Dodgers. Atlanta Braves, Detroit Tigers, and New York Mets. This guy played for everybody. So, therefore, he's got a good shot of people in all those areas that really want to try his cigar, right? Uh, he won the World Series while playing with the Florida Mariners, so he's really got a covered. Uh, known for his vicious, energetic swing, Shetfield is a nine-time All-Star who hit 509 home runs during his career. Shetfield was with Rocky Patel at Cigar Aficionado's New York Big Smoke. Uh, during a brief interview, he told Cigar Aficionado uh, that uh, he is a lifetime-long cigar smoker. Uh, the brand is in the works, so we'll look for that. But what's interesting about that is this has happened many, many times. Celebrities think that their celebrity name can carry them into the cigar world. And the, the hard, true fact is that one in every 1,000 people smoke cigars. Right. So if you have 1,000 fans, you only have one cigar smoker in that, in that group. Now you're trying to hit the flavor profile of one in 1,000 Percentages are astronomically low. Now, I don't know what the price of this is going to come out, but typically they, the celebrity smokes come out at a higher price, and they do because there's another person involved getting paid. And that kind of doubles up because of the price. And here's a guy that uh, is coming out with a cigar, and I'm sure he's going to want a, a good chunk from every cigar that's sold, so the price is going to actually go up. Uh, the perfect example of this is El Tianti, Louis Tiant. Again, another guy that played for a bunch of teams. Uh, Boston uh, is what he's most known for. He played for New York. He played for the Braves. He played for a bunch of different people. And he's coming out again. This would be part four of the El Tianti coming out uh, right now. Actually, the cigar is out there. And we're going to take it on again. But we've taken it on with... Um, all the different people he's gone through, and it, it has never struck, it never worked. And uh, I know uh, El Tianti comes out with uh, Don Papine this time, so he's got a premium uh, cigar maker. I smoked the cigar. We smoked it at... Um, we did. What was that? In, um, at the uh, Cigar Expo. In Rhode Island. In Rhode Island. Uh, with Louie, and uh, the cigar was very good. Mm. Uh, I don't know what the price is of it. Uh, again, the price is going to be the killer. Yeah. You've got to be able to get it in that between 4 and $6 range, really, if you want to hit a complete home run to use a baseball punter. There we go. So um, 
who else has come out with cigars over the years that have worked or has not worked under a uh, a name uh, celebrity name and uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra was a cigarette smoker. Somebody uh, uh, was Felipe Gregorio, I believe, uh, contacted them years ago uh, while Frank was still alive. Actually, Frank Sinatra's birthday this week. Um, but um, my way was the cigar, and they got uh, the Sinatra, uh, Frank Sinatra, got a piece of the action. And that cigar, we're talking in the 90s, uh, when Frank was alive, that cigar was a $14 cigar. Ooh. It was a mediocre cigar at 14 bucks with the na- with the name on it. Didn't work. Then when Frank died, um, it didn't wasn't Frank Sinatra's My Way anymore. It just became My Way, and he was out of it, and it became a cheap, cheap cigar, and the quality of it was dramatically worse. And it was a loser, a loser, loser. Evil Knievel tried it. Uh, Elvis Presley tried it. Mickey Rooney. Babe Ruth, while he was still a baseball player, tried it. Someone on the chat box is saying that George Hamilton also tried it. That's right. George Hamilton. uh, Another one that was an H. Upman. George Hamilton was an H. Upman cigar at a $20 price tag during the cigar boom. Ridiculous. Didn't work. Goes away. And now... There's Hamilton cigars out there, real cheap garbage things that, not George Hamilton, but they kind of rip it off and whatever. Uh, Kinky Friedman, he has a cigar made by uh, the Oliveros people. Um, Everybody in the Sopranos did it. Uh, Everybody ended up trying. Everything failed. They came out with um, the club or something. It was something club. It was Don Diego, the uh, something club. Total colossal failure. Scarface people, they did it. Scarface, it was, you know, like blunt rap type of crappy stuff. Uh, we have Winston Churchill, great cigar that's on the shelf. Uh, the Winston Churchill people, his his uh, grandson, uh, who passed away just last year, uh, getting a piece of it. You're looking at over $20 cigar uh, because they got a piece of it. Al Capone, who I don't know if anything has to do with uh, if they get a piece of it because it's a garbage um, machine-made thing that actually does sell across the country well. Uh, King Edward, I'm sure none of his family is getting any of the King Edward money nowadays from the 1800s, but there's a cigar that's still out there, crappy machine-made cigar. Thomas Jefferson Deuces, uh, actually bundled cigar. Um, Henry Clay. Still out there, um, very very old old brand that I'm um, probably nobody in the family is getting any money for. Still exists. Crappy, crappy, uh, you know, rough looking. Crappy crap, crap crap. Yeah, uh, but it's out there and it still exists. Davidoff was actually a person. Was Zeno Davidoff? He was a retailer. He was the first uh, cigar retailer to have a brand named after him. Uh, Zeno Davidoff, and um, he was selling it in a store. It was a private label. Yeah, private label for his store. Uh, later bought bought out uh, by the Ozinga Group, and um, they bought it out, and they made it a. It was actually uh, production a Cuban cigar, the only Cuban cigar that Fidel, Fidel Castro didn't own. Before he switched production, didn't he buy up all the cigars and set them on fire? The last production of the Cuban cigars, Zeno Davidoff got the Cuban cigars in after many times, and he noticed the quality of Cuban cigars were getting worse and worse and worse. 
and could not stand that his name was on the Sagada. They were tight drawing. The quality was not what it used to be. And he broke the contract with them. He said, I'm not make, having you make cigars anymore. As a matter of fact, I hate it so much that he made a giant bonfire and burned every single one of them all at once and destroyed anything that was left, moved the production to the Dominican Republic, and this began the big thing with the Dominican tobacco, was actually the Dominican quality, the tobacco, the everything was better than what Cuba was. And to this day, the cigars are made by Han- Hanky Kellner in the Dominican Republic as a top, top quality cigar. Robert, yeah. Robert Mondavi winery during yes. the cigar boom came out with a crappy one, according to the chat box yeah. here, cigar jockey. Yeah. Thank you. Also, what was that called? The Mondavi. Was, was it called Mondavi? I don't know. Maybe they'll put it up. Uh, Lone Wolf. The, yeah. Uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Morris is... And uh, also uh, Belushi. Yeah, they teamed up for and that. And it was called the Mondavi. Yeah? Yes. According to Cigar Jockey. Thank you very Cigar much. Cigar Jockey is 100% right. And uh, we carried it as a retailer. During the cigar boom, you carry every single thing you could get because cigars were so hard to get. You just carry everything. But... And, and people were buying it because there was no other, there were no good cigars on the shelf. You missed one cigar, by the way, that bears the owner's name and is a private label cigar. There is only one other that I believe that is named after the owner of a retail establishment. Yes, um, and it is called. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> the Mike Havy? Um, you don't own a cigar store, uh, but your <laughs> boss does. Yeah, it is the Garofalo. That is it. So uh, I like it. I love it. It's not your cup of tea, but I love the cigar. And you know what? When you blinded me on it, it was the different size. And after the first inch, it really was good. It's a great cigar. It was really good. Mr. Jonathan, what do you think about this Diamond Crown? I'm liking it. I'm picking up um, some tannic qualities to it, like uh, you'd get from the skin of a walnut, uh, a little nuttiness, some fatty goodness going on. I'm saying more fruity. I got a text. What's with this camera angle? The camera angle, if you were watching the show from the very beginning, but we'll bring it <laughs> <laughs> uh, What happened is right minutes before, seconds before we went on the air, the camera crapped out on us, and this is on the laptop we, so facing we, us. Yeah, we used a second camera. That one didn't work, and so we had to use the laptop camera, and the only other backup would have been my laptop to use my laptop camera. So, so we did have four backups just in case. And, folks, we need the four backups because this crap happens every single week. Get yourself all bent out of shape. Go ahead. And the reason why it happens every week Get is, on the is because they, they tell me all shows, radio shows, or whatever we're doing. Is, do we do a radio show? What is this? Because it's, yeah, it's a radio, radio show. show yeah. But anyway, what happens is you're on remote. Right. And stuff happens because it goes through wires. If, you, if we were in the studio like every other cigar radio show that does it, these problems don't happen because you're in the studio. Right. The problem with being in the studio, and I want to be in the studio, is they will not let us under any circumstance smoke the cigars in there. We're begging them, please let us go into the studio. We'll do it. They said absolutely no smoking. So the answer is absolutely we're not doing it there. We have to smoke cigars during a cigar show. Correct. What are we going to say? Hey, I had that cigar before. It was good. No, you got to do it right there and then, and you you got to see that this Zeno Platinum is burning beautiful. It tastes great, and if it tasted bad, you'd see if it was burning bad or anything. But look, it's beautiful for those folks that are watching. I love this cigar. I have a new favorite. Fruity Pebbles. Is that where you're going? No, I was more going towards 
You said that before, right? He said that before. Oh. Which which was brilliant. Another pat myself on the back, but neither here nor if there. If you don't, no one else will. <laughs> um, How come skinny guys can eat fruity pebbles and all that garbage stuff? And us fat guys, we eat like brand cereal and all this crappy stuff that I have healthier seen for you. The way you eat, you do not eat brand cereal. <laughs> I do. I do. With butter on it? Like what? <laughs> what? Melted butter. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I have skim milk and I have stupid, you know, Cheerio. cereals that, yeah, you know, things that are supposed to be the better choices. I haven't had Captain Crunch since I was a little kid. Fruity Pebbles, I don't think I ever tried it. I'm My sure dad, I would like it. who was a skinny guy, made an observation in the uh, late 80s that fat people eat fat, uh, eat diet food and they're fat and skinny people eat regular food and we're skinny i think that's what it is we eat diet food because we're already fat it's not what made me fat i didn't eat diet food until i started getting really fat and then i said i gotta stop eating butter on my uh, cereal or whatever but <laughs> <laughs> the saugus wings the <laughs> I can, just picture, <laughs> I can just picture him watching the microwave for the butter to melt <laughs> so he can put it on his brand flakes. I can see it. Uh, uh, we had a couple of other things on the uh, the chat box here. There was a Gremlins cigar. Oh, I don't remember that. And the worst cigar of all time was the Andretti. Oh, my God. Mario Andretti. Um, uh, Fiddy Paldi was Fittipaldi. bad as well. Yep. 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 Look at uh, all these things. They're very good, this chat box. These guys know. Cigar. <laughs> Is there any ones that made it? The cigar jockey, by the way, has a very, very sick kind of twisted wit. He hates the party in the USA song. Aaron, please don't play it. Please don't play it. Um, party in the said, USA. We'll sing it. Go ahead. So he says, I forgot that chump stick, speaking about the Andretti, almost like I forgot party in the USA. I dig it. <laughs> it was, it was uh, so I hope Gary Shetfields ends up having a winner here, uh, but... And, and he's got Rocky Patel, so they, they, their stuff sells and uh, hopefully makes something nice or whatever. But, again, it's going to end up being a, an issue with price. It's not going to be worth it. Most likely. Too many middlemen. I, I'd, I'd like to be uh, Although Rocky Patel, wrong. Rocky Patel now is in, he's growing his own tobacco, right? He's doing his own fermenting and all that. So maybe maybe you're going to the source? I don't know if he's growing his own tobacco. I First I'm hearing it. he was on. I, I never heard that. Well, you were probably thinking about what you were going to say. I think you're wrong. I'm, I might be wrong. I thought that's what he said. No, you thought wrong. I, I haven't heard that. All right. But uh, who is growing their own tobacco? Segway. It's a segue. I like that. Is um, Fuente. Carlos and uh, Carlito Fuente, they make the wrapper for the Opus X. Uh, they actually buy a lot of tobacco, too. They, you know, that's all they... Before you get into those details, because we're going to end up being halfway through the story, we'll have to go to break. Why don't we go to break now and then come back with your Fuente story? Okay, Mr. Producer. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll go into Arturo Fuente is cutting cigar production. Also, New York prohibits smoking while waiting. We've got to get into that in a ban in Boston. Uh, that and a lot more. Stick around, folks. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, that and a lot more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. 
Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos and old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two The 
ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle. Super-premium vodka. Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Yeah, a little Justin Bieber. This is a party in the USA. <laughs> this is Baby. Another big song last night. Reliving a sixth grade dance right now. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. We're here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New, Ham- New Hampshire, broadcasting live from Deuce Cigar Club. It's upstairs when you go into Two Guys Smoke Shop. And uh, if you want to come by and say hi, it's a private club that's only open to members. But during the show, if you want to come up and say hi, come up and look at it. It's uh, pretty awesome up here. It is awesome. Um, and uh, private clubs everywhere and, and smoking lounges and things like that really happening because uh, there's not a lot of places to smoke. There's so many laws against it. Uh, so uh, not only go to uh, your favorite brick-and-mortar cigar store, but when you go there, do the right thing. Do I have to say it? I'm going to say it anyway. Do the right thing. Go in you buy a few cigars when you walk through the door. You don't bring your own cigar. You buy a few cigars, and uh, you keep them in business uh, because they need your help. And, um, you know, cigar shops are having a tough time like everybody else. And, um, you know, when you uh, the economy strikes and things are hurting, would it, the first thing you give up is these $30 cigars we're smoking, that's for sure. Yep. So uh, things have been tough, and uh, they're going to get better. Things, things are going to get better anyway. But uh, if you're looking for nice cigars, what we're talking about today, you're looking for nice cigars for Christmas to buy somebody, we're saying it's quality, not quantity. So if the guy smokes a nice $5 cigar all the time and you were thinking about buying him uh, four or five uh, of the cigars he smokes, you could do that or you could get him one or two fabulous cigars that he won't buy for himself. In the cigar store you go to, they're pros, they know, and they'll help you pick a cigar based on what he likes uh, and pick something that he will certainly love but he won't buy for himself. And uh, the perfect point you made, Mr. Jonathan, is don't buy him one, buy him two, so that he can sit there and enjoy that fabulous cigar with a friend, or uh, if you're a cigar smoker yourself, smoke it with him. 
say, here, I got you this, and you let me know when you're going to smoke it because I got one for myself, too. And uh, pour yourself a nice glass of wine, and you sit there for an hour. And in my case right now, I'm smoking the Zeno Platinum Crown Stretch, which was probably a 7-inch cigar. And uh, I'm in hour number two right now, having no problem. I still have. I'm going to make it all the way through. It's going you to be certainly a two-hour. It's going to be a two-hour smoke. So I know I'm uh, doing a lot of talking and not a lot of smoking in between. But the cigar's not going out on me. It's staying good. Beautiful cigar. You blind tested me earlier this week with a cigar, which made me say we have to smoke the cigar in the show because I hadn't smoked one in probably a year or so. Yeah. Unbelievable. As a, as a Cigar geek myself, I mean, I love great cigars. I forgot about it. I mean, it is a unbelievable cigar. Well, in that case, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> well, typically when, when I get blinded a cigar somebody got me, they might have bought me a 2 $3 crappy cigar, but you blind tested me. You bought me a $30 cigar. So I loved it, and here we go again. So uh, what do we got? We got... Um, Arturo Fuente. We want to mention Arturo Fuente that uh, most cigar companies and most all companies uh, every year plan to grow their company. What are we going to do? I mean, this is the time of year you're, you're, you're checking uh, to see what you can do for next year. You're gearing up to try to grow your company. Where uh, Arturo Fuente has taken a different step on it. Uh, in August, they had a fire in the Dominican Republic. Um, tobacco um, naturally ferments itself. It heats up. So sometimes fires happen because if it gets so hot, sure. it actually starts a fire. And um, they had two warehouses burn to the ground and lost a lot of good tobacco. Um, uh, not finished product cigars made, but tobacco, which they age for many, many years before it turns into, into a cigar. Knowing that that has happened, uh, and I, I was amazed to see this number they mentioned, 30 million cigars a year they make. That's not all uh, just the Yaturo Fuente name. They make Ashton for Ashton and other cigars for other people, but um, thir including the Diamond Crown you're smoking. Mm. Um, and they decided that they're going to lower production this year. Um, by 6%. That equates to 2 million cigars. That's huge. It's a lot of cigars. And it, it certainly makes sense. They want to make sure that they're never out, and they want to make sure the quality doesn't drop. So in order to keep up with the quality and sacrifice, maybe uh, maybe they're going to sacrifice a little quality to have production happen, but to be able to make up for the fact that they lost all that tobacco, they got to do I got, something. And i and I got to give them uh, – they did this even during the cigar boom. That um, Fuente cigars were hard to get, and, and their tagline was never rush the hands of time. They could have definitely sold many, many millions more cigars during that boom. But they got so, so popular during that boom because it was by far – during the cigar boom of the uh, early 90s, their cigar outshined the other products so much so because they did stay with quality and didn't go for the fast buck. Therefore, they're getting bucks for years and years and years after. Yep. Uh, they make fantastic cigars. So they're lowering production by 6%, 2 million cigars uh, because of a problem that happened in August. And they say, well, next year we're going to have to do that. So they're lowering it. So folks... Uh, most companies plan on growing. They're planning on lowering production. Fuente cigars and Fuente brands, including Diamond Crown um, and um, Opus X, they're even mentioning Opus X here, Ashton and all that stuff, are going to get uh, in demand. 
So that's another thing I'll say that um, you probably want to stock up on things like that. Cigars, unlike a lot of things, you buy a box of cigars, you keep it in the proper humidity, they get better with age. It's just like men. They get better with age. Not so much a woman, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> Start sliding a little. Yeah. So, uh, uh you know, start stocking up on Fuente because I'll tell you, I remember it uh, uh, during the, the early uh, 90s. Uh, Fuente product was impossible to get uh, when product when they slow down the production, the demand gets strong, and uh, hopefully, uh, not unlike other things, when you know gas gets tough, they raise the prices. We hope um, during these bad times they don't raise prices because uh, there's been great, great cigars coming out at good really good prices uh, is what the future holds here in the cigar business. So uh, uh, I don't hear anything of that, but production drops um, 2 million cigars from the Fuente folks. So that's that. What do we got? What do you want to talk about here? You want to talk about this day in history? Yeah, a little birthday action. All right. Today, December 10th, the 344th day of the year. There are 21 rem- days remaining, only 14 till Christmas. Get out there. This is a big weekend to, to buy gifts. Don't do like me. I haven't bought anything yet. Oh, nice. Uh, Your wife's listening. I know. But do, 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 I only have to buy for one person, her and... Uh, yeah, but don't you have like three things happening all kind of rolled into one? Yeah. Yeah. My anniversary, her birthday, and Christmas. So, Sounds uh, like you could get away with all one present right there. She hates that. She hates that. <laughs> if it was a cool enough present. Yeah, well, we'll work on it. Help me. Help me, folks. Get her like a it, Mach 5 or something. Yeah, thanks. Expensive car. I said help me. <laughs> uh, this day in 1884, Mark Twain's Adventure of Huckleberry Finn, Finn was published. In uh, 1901, the first Nobel Prize was awarded, the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, the, to the inventor of dynamite. Yes. Uh, Mr. Nobel, Alfred Nobel, invented dynamite, the opposite of peace, uh, blowing things up, including people. Uh, he's <laughs> the one. use dynamite against people. You use it for construction. Bombs you use against people. Dynamite is a bomb. No, it's a controlled explosive that you use to break up rocks like in a mine and stuff. That's what you're supposed to it's do cool. with it. It's cool. It's cool. Well, anyway, I have an idea for a manly way to seed the lawn using dynamite. Yes, that would work. Yes, it would. I have access to a couple of quarter sticks of dynamite. So I'm thinking more the merrier. Throw a couple 50 or 60 pound bags of seed on top of the dynamite and just have at I it. I tried buying quarter sticks for Fourth of July. You can't buy them anymore. Yeah, that's why I said I have access. I, okay. I know a guy. Well, I hope the ETF's not listening at the moment. I hope they are. <laughs> I hope they see my video. I could use the hits. The first Nobel Peace Prize, uh, 1901, went to the founder of the Red Cross. Isn't that nice? So it is a nice Nobel Peace Prize. But as you look deeper into the Nobel Peace Prizes, some of the people that got them, I don't understand why they got them, including... Our president, Mr. Barack Obama, got the Nobel Peace Prize in 2009. Well, he was the first black president. I'm sure that was peaceful. <laughs> no? I don't get it. Uh, in 2002, Jimmy Carter. Uh, in 1979, Mother Teresa. Makes sense. There. That would make sense. Yes, Martin Luther King, 1964. Another one that makes sense. Uh, 1906, uh, another U.S. president. Uh, I think there was only three. Um, Theodore Roosevelt. 
He had the opportunity to run for a third year. Wasn't he the one who imposed limits? No, that's Franklin. Oh, different Roosevelt. Theodore, I thought it was Teddy. Theodore was the one who uh, walked softly and carried a big stick. Yeah. Yeah. And so he gets the Nobel Peace Prize for having a bigger stick than yeah, everyone else. Yeah, that's weird, right? <laughs> hey, that's you weird. impose your will on the enemy, and then you don't have to fight him. Okay, today's birthday, celebrating their birthday. We have no musical things or anything, right? We're just talking about yeah, this, Yeah, we right? gave up on that. We gave up on that. 1985, actually, when I opened the cigar store for the first time. Raven Simone. You're looking at the answers here, so I can't ask you the questions, but you're not. Raven Simone, anything? No idea. No idea? Before she, I was born. Well, she was in the Cosby show. She was the little girl in the Cosby show. Oh, yeah. She's Pretend also like that's you've so never seen that so raven. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, you watch that now. I know. Now you know. Now I know. I asked you because you're only going to get the first two or possibly get the first two. Uh, the second one is Bobby Flay. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Chef Bobby oh, Flay. Impressive. 46 today. Raven Simone is 25 today. Uh, Bobby Flay owns 12 restaurants. Executive chef at 12 restaurants. How are you at the same restaurant? At 12 restaurants at the same time. I don't think you have to be the cook if you're the chef. I think it's different. The chef is like the overseer. He's the the manager. I thought he's the chef. He comes up with the recipes. Oh, really? And then he has his minions do the cooking. Minions. (laughs) You go to Tommy Grella's restaurant. He's not in the kitchen. He's out shaking hands and schmoozing with people. But those are his recipes. Okay. That's what that's about? Susan Day. Do you know who she was? No. It's too too old for you. I'm going to guess she she was uh, an actress on L.A. Law. Oh, possibly the Partridge family in she, the 70s. She was the girl in the Partridge family for us older dudes. Remember her? She was hot, right? The Partridge family girl. Um, Dan Blocker celebrating his birthday today, although he's dead. Uh, he would have been 82. Um, he was Hoss Cartwright in the uh, NBC Western Bonanza. No, Hoss caught right. Oh, I, I used to watch Bonanza all the yeah. time. Yeah, Jack loves Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 82 today, if he was alive. Uh, Dorothy Lamour would have been 96 today. She's a film actress from The Wizard of Oz. No, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, road movies and stuff. Dorothy Lamour, she was a hottie. <sighs> Bless you. Excuse me. Um, Chet Huntley. Do you remember Chet Huntley? Do you just like just cut and paste them right off the thing, or no, do you just try I'm, to find the most obscure ones not you obscure. can find? Us people in the in the fifties, fifty year old people, we know don't Chuck Huntley is. We don't want to attract people to the show that are going to die any day now. We want the new blood. <laughs> Chet Huntley was you were the doing Huntley really, Brinkley Report. Really good with Raven Simone. Like those are the cigar smokers we want listening to the show. Young Raven hip. Simone is twenty five years old. How many twenty five year olds do you see smoking cigars? Not many. I'm working on that. It's I'm a middle-aged thing. I have a plan going. Uh, that's why I gave you Raven Simone. You said, I have no idea who that is. He is an idiot. <laughs> Every week he screws up the show, and he pretends like it's not him, like there's nothing wrong, and he blames it on Chuck. Every single time he produces the show, it gets messed up. Uh, that hurts. Emily Dickinson. Do you know who that is? I do. I do. Okay. That's a uh, poet, right? Yes. Born in Amherst, Massachusetts. Uh, what else? Uh, Monday, I want to mention Frank Sinatra's birthday again. He would have been 95. No, Frank Sinatra would be a timeless artist. Everyone likes Frank. It wouldn't That's be, good. It wouldn't be like Chet Huntley. Not timeless Chet. newscaster. No. In those days, let me tell you, there was only a few of them. 
um, and, and celebrating his birthday. Also Monday, the same as Frank Sinatra. Another li- This is a living legend right now. Yes, he is. The Price is Wrong. Who? The Price is Wrong. Bob Hope. Bob Barker, you crazy Bob Barker, the price is right. (laughs) Bob Barker, 87 years old Monday. Also one of the longest running, uh, as far as the number of episodes, not consecutive running, but longest running shows that there is. It's in the top ten. Yeah, price is right. You who? I don't know what that is. Plinko, the little game with the things popped down. Yeah, you guys are both dorks for watching that. <laughs> it used to bother me that his microphone was like three feet long. I used to hate that. Yeah? It bothered you. Things it bothered. bother you. <laughs> I get bothered easy. So, Diamond Crown, you liking it? Any taste profile? Anything to tell the folks out there how you like Diamond Crown? It started off with a with fatty, tannic, walnut kind of flavor, and then it got into more sour, still walnutty. The walnut goes right through the whole cigar, but... It See, I wouldn't changes. say sour. I'd say more fruity. It tastes like tropical air. You. Have you ever had a Baja Starburst? No. Well, you're missing out, but that's what it tastes like. See, skinny people eating candy and fruity pebbles and Starburst. <laughs> and he's a rail. He's a rail. I work out a lot. I go to the gym. What if I end up starting to eat that kind of crap and stuff? Like, get thin? If you lose weight, you could be like 50 Cent and come out with your own workout regimen. I don't use sugar at all. I don't put it in my coffee or anything. Years ago, I did when I was thin. There you go. I was never thin. Who, who the hell am I kidding, folks? I'm not, I was never thin, but when I wasn't like this. <laughs> Do you remember at the beginning of the year, Tim Pierce, we brought the... It was mm-hmm. the first of the year we brought yeah, him. Yeah, we brought him in. This is a uh, exercise guru guy, and he's going to turn me around, and here's what to do. And we went. I did a couple of months with him, and I gained four pounds or something. I threw him out, and that was the end of it. It's not his fault. It's my fault. You, you still yelled at him, and you hurt his feelings. Well, anyway, he's uh, is it today, Monday. We're going to be taping some shows Monday, and uh, he's coming in before the show. He wants to talk to me about something, but came to mind anyway. Nice. I try, but here's another new year coming up. And right across the street, I can't help but look at it because it's like the perfect angle. <laughs> it's it's a perfect angle looking out from my desk where I sit. The only thing I can see is the brand new Weight Watchers that opened across the street. And you're tempted, aren't you? Then I have the second window that if I look out there, the only thing I can see is a gigantic ballroom dancing studio. So you and think I won't of me? Be, I won't and be losing doing, weight every day. I won't be doing either of those probably. But there's a candy store right across the street. I bet you could and do, I will visit them. <laughs> I bet you could do Weight Watchers if you bought in as two people. Then they'd give you enough points. You'd be all set. I got to do it, right? I yeah. got to do it. Yeah. I'm going to go across the street the first of the year. I'm going to join Weight Watchers with all the old ladies, old fat ladies. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to do it because I deserve... To, to go, sit to with go, fat ladies. To go through that crap. What do we got? Five more minutes. That's it. Five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to do that. We got. We said we're going to talk about this New Hampshire, uh, New York thing, so let's do that. All right. Uh, there is one less place to enjoy cigars outdoors. This is New York. The Metro North and Long Island Railroad platforms will join the list of territories lost as a campaign against outdoor smoking. Imagine that. Waiting for the train. Waiting you can't for the, smoke on the train. 
so you're just lighting up, you know, trying to enjoy yourself, waiting. Sometimes you wait for a long time. You get, if you're like me, you get there extra early. You're just sitting there. It's a nice day, and you can't light up. Current rules prohibit smoking on trains in any indoor area associated with the transit authority. But the new law now extends, including ticketing and boarding areas, platforms, open-air spaces, banned. And it's New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. So if you are voting when this guy goes up, vote him out. He signed the legislature into law. uh, He spends his own mid-August fighting for people to enjoy a smoke. Leave people alone. This is America, freedom, my God, outdoors. MBTA police officers have been instructed to enforce the ban and will be offering warnings during an undetermined grace period. But after that undefined amount of time, smokers could expect to be fined up to $50 or spend 30 days in jail. I take the jail. Imagine being the so. Hey, what'd you do, buddy? I raped somebody. What'd you do? I robbed the bank. Hey, what'd you do? I smoked a cigar while waiting for the train. I didn't know. I got 30 days in jail. Next thing you know, you got Baba pounding on you. And uh, <laughs> oh my God, I why? I don't understand why it is that I end up getting the meetings. I they pull me aside and I have to get yelled at for things that I oh because they're political. And then you say stuff like that and somehow you get away with it. He does it innocently. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I, I say it during the during the fit of rage. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But the most important thing is they're talking about lunch right now. So yeah, so Howard Pernut is uh, the Metro North president, and he says the new law is to benefit their customers. He wants help in efforts to provide a healthier and cleaner environment on platforms and in the ticketing and boarding areas. Please. How about? You stop letting the bums sleep there and pee and make it smell bad. That would help my health. Now, they're getting celebrities to actually do this in commercials and stuff now. Um, to say, you know, you shouldn't smoke on the railways uh, while you're waiting for a train and things like that. Um, you got um, the guy from the actor studio, James, James Lipton. Lipton. So I'm not watching that show anymore. Uh, some star of Real Housewives in New York City. Wouldn't watch that anyways. Yep, wouldn't watch Doesn't that anyway. Me. Former New York Jets and Rangers. Whoever these folks are, yep. forget it. Boycott them. God. That's it. You just throw it. People get nothing from me. All right, all right. So anyway, so, uh, is next week a live show, or are we taping that Monday? I don't know. It's live as far as the the. Uh, if you'd like to viewer. catch the uh, the sneak previews of what's coming up, we are taping a one or two shows Monday. If you'd like to jump on the Cigar Authority, uh, Monday at eleven. That's the planned time. Yeah, you can go on there and uh, jump be on. A, help us out on the be chat. Be on the box. chat. So that's good. If you're doing nothing like uh, going to work, where, where most of the people are doing anyway, if they're smoking cigars. They got a job. Anyway, uh, we're going to do it live here from uh, Salem, New Hampshire. And, uh, hey, it's uh, it's Christmas time. Buy your friend a nice cigar. And while you're at it, buy a nice cigar for yourself. Not the regular stuff, but step it up and smoke one of these great cigars. Because you know something? You deserve it. You do. Absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for joining in the Cigar Authority. And uh, catch us next Saturday or catch us tomorrow on the Cigar Station. Yes. At 11 to 2. 11 to 1. Last week's show. Yeah. Catch up on what you missed. Okay, Mike Havey, we got through it.
We got through it. Okay. A few messes up, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll get uh, we'll make it better even next week. So thanks everybody for joining us. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network.